Hello, and uh, welcome to another little chat as we go on a walk with Lottie through the fields of Devon, which are full of wildflowers. You might be able to hear some birdsong around me. There's, yeah, it's just filled with birdsong. The field is filled with flowers. Lots of uh, buttercups. Still got some bluebells, we've got lots of speedwells. And some little, uh, I think they call it a type of lotus. Um, it's the name, but they're often called egg, bacon and eggs, or eggs and bacon, or something like that. Because they, yellow flowers look like scrambled eggs or something, I don't know. Sometimes they have tinges of red in them as well. These ones don't. Um, so yeah, I haven't done one of these for a while. I've actually recorded a couple and then not got around to uploading them and doing all those other things. Really have, and I've been saying this for a long time, I know, but really have been focusing on trying to finish the latest book. And uh, there have been quite a few times when I thought I was getting there and then there's been twists and turns to take care of. On the whole, that has been a good thing because uh, there have been good ideas that have come to me and thought, yeah, this is, this is better, you know, than, than what, I, uh, what I had in mind, which I think also there's a, there's a certain amount of sort of creative fatigue that can set in when you're towards the end of a big project, I don't know if that's what it is, or a uh, sort of strange kind of feeling as you get towards the end of a book. It's uh, it's funny, you don't want it to kind of peter out or tail off, you want it to build up to something, and so you need to keep that kind of excitement going, and the interest and the enthusiasm um, to crack on with it, so hopefully that's what I've been doing uh, recently. Uh, so sorry if this is dragging on and taking forever, but uh, it does seem to take me a while. Um, yeah, much as I love writing about Dan and Alan and, and Bavale, it's uh, it's uh, it's not a, a quick project for me. None of these books have been particularly quick, I don't think. Possible exception being the um, being the sort of side side mission, if you want to call it that, of uh, side story of Death at Blackingstone Rock, which was um, like a short story format in some ways, and being made up of emails, it was quite quick to put together and to complete. Um, that's still there if you haven't done it yet and you want to uh, go over to the site, you have to register on the site to, to get access to that. Uh, and get it by emails, that's the best way of getting the story. Sign up and you get the emails as if you are Dan and Alan is writing them to you. It's a wintry story, uh, set in a wintry Febru February, uh, where snow and ice is a feature. But, uh, yeah, a change, a change for you if you're enjoying lovely sunshine at the moment. Of course you might be on the other side of the world and, and having a winter, who knows. So yeah, so sorry there's been a bit of a gap. There's also been a gap with the newsletter as well. Um, I set out to do it before the weekend and didn't get very far. I got some photos ready and a few other bits of admin taken care of and then I ran out of time. So uh, I'm going to crack on with it when I get back from this walk. I am planning to um, get an, another Awkward Squad newsletter uh, put together and actually sent out. Let's just stop to have a bit of a sniff really is glorious now. We've had a few days of lovely sunshine. And on a personal level I've been doing quite a bit of running and um, 
really getting into that, just taking it easy and you know, gradually improving, getting stronger, doing a bit of exercise at home. And I actually took part in my first ever proper sporting event at my age. <laughs> Quite incredible to be doing that for my first time. So the Great West Run was in Exeter. There was a half marathon which had thousands of people and then there was a, a less well subscribed 10k event, 10 kilometers. Um, and I did that one because I'm, I'm not up to doing a half marathon just yet. Which is 13.1 miles, I mean maybe one day. And a few months time maybe I could work up to it. But uh, I've never done anything like that before. So I've had a bib on my uh, on my shirt and you know I, I got a medal at the end of it and uh, a sense of achievement. And there were people clapping and cheering along the route, which was really lovely. Really kind of people, actually. Um, some people must have stood there for some time, just sort of clapping and cheering everybody. And some people even, um, they, uh, they saw the names on people's uh, bibs. Your first name was on your bib, and they, so they were calling out, you know, somebody went, you know, keep going, Mike, well done, or something. And I thought, do I know it? I looked at him, and I thought, do I know him? And I realised he'd read the name off my bib. Uh, it's a nice personal touch. A lot is going off on a different path, which I normally go on, but I think I'll just follow her. It's okay. They're not really proper kind of paths. They're just wending their way across the hillside here. Doesn't seem too windy, fingers crossed. So hopefully the recording will come out okay. Um, yeah, so, so getting the ending of the book together is is interesting. It's uh, It's a big task in some ways because by that point I'm very aware that readers have invested a few hours of their time and you really mustn't let them down. I think too often in books and films and TV shows and things, particularly in films, you can feel a, a kind of let down sense at the end uh, if it doesn't measure up to, to what you wanted or kind of hoped for. Story is quite an interesting thing. Many people say it's hardwired into us from you know, thousands of years of evolution have given us this uh, ability to uh, pass on information by by weaving it into stories. And so many things in daily life we actually make into stories. Um, whether we're telling somebody about, you know, something that happened during the day or whatever, we, we tend to, some event, we tend to, to weave it into a little story. And they often follow a certain trajectory so, yeah, I, I like to think about getting a bit of uh, change in the characters. I think sort of subtle change as you go along is, is good. I don't like characters flip-flopping and sort of going from being absolutely evil to being wonderful. But people can redeem themselves. People can gradually get better. I think, I think Dan uh, has been becoming uh, a kind of better human being as he goes along. Uh, maybe Alan has been becoming a bit more dynamic as he picks up on some of Dan's uh, enthusiasm and energy for things. So as uh, as they sort of you know grow together in their friendship and in their adventures together, um, they kind of have a bit of an influence on each other. And I think that's kind of what happens. If you're lucky enough to have a good friend, you kind of uh, help each other out in some some ways that are sometimes indefinable you don't realize at the time until perhaps later or years later you look back and think well you know that's we got each other through that you know <laughs> whatever um 
which is nice. Somebody, um, I think it was in an email, and also I must apologise for being so behind my email and kind of wondering what to do about it now. I need to tackle some responses because I do like to reply to them all and I try to do it more often because I really enjoy your emails and reading them but uh, it's just that thing at the end of the day you know when I'm <laughs> when I've got a bit frazzled with writing and I, uh, I I need a break from it I need a break from the desk and the keyboard and from stringing words together to be honest because uh, if I have a good day and I put a few thousand words into the into the book it's uh, it kind of makes you you go a bit fuzzy, <laughs> I think, <laughs> when you've been working hard at it. But you know that's excuses, and it's uh, it should be I should be better at it. I should be better at my time management. I'm a person who kind of gets carried away with things. So if I'm getting stuck into my writing, I will uh, I will look up and think, oh, I'm kind of late for lunch, or you know, I haven't walked the dog, or whatever. So. Um, so yes, sorry for being waiting for a reply. I will try and get to you with uh, with some uh, comment, just so you know that you're appreciated. Um, and I should be glad when this when this book is uh, finished its first draft. I should be very pleased when that day comes because it has been a long haul, been a bit of a journey. <laughs> so yeah, somebody um, I was starting to say. Um, that somebody in an email had described Dan as a dis dysfunctional detective and I thought I'd rather like that actually. <laughs> I don't know if I could use it as uh, as branding because I've always kind of seen seen through to the good side of Dan. I always thought that you know he's he's had a strange life and had some strains on him and uh, I think it's not always healthy to get everything you want um, at a younger age, and he had become a bit spoiled by by what he'd got. Yeah, he'd worked very hard, but he'd lived in a sort of slightly odd, rarefied atmosphere, you know, with dealing with these high-flying city types who, uh, <laughs> who are on a different plane and don't really worry about uh, about the ordinary folk around them. And uh, people talk about toxic corporate culture, don't they, these days? And I guess that's what he was in. He was in a toxic corporate culture, and so I think it was unlikely that he would come out of it <laughs> unscathed when he was uh, in that, and then had it all taken away from him very suddenly, very quickly. So he was kind of in, a, in that culture and thrown out of it. I'm sure I've mentioned this kind of thing before, but when we meet him in a study in stone, he's very unbalanced. In, uh, he's been kind of knocked, knocked out of kilter, uh, so he's not exactly on an even keel. So, yeah, he is still a little bit dysfunctional in some ways, I think. He doesn't always uh, stop and think, but then ordinary uh, nice gentle people don't go chasing after murderers, do they? <laughs> if you... Uh, to hear somebody had been murdered you would be shocked and horrified and appalled and you just kind of uh, hunker down and lock your doors I think wouldn't you <laughs> make sure your windows were shut and uh, kind of uh, think crikey <laughs> you wouldn't think right I've got to go out and catch that person you're panting a bit aren't you Lottie let's start heading back down this way we'll go into a shadier bit
Oh, so she's, she says, no, I'm carrying on. Lottie, come down this way. Come on. Come down this way, we'll start to head back. Good girl, nice and gently, that's it. She'll just get a bit hot having a black fur coat on. Oh, can't you get, is this a bramble? What's the matter? Go around it. Everything's just growing like crazy, so with all the lovely flowers we've got rather invasive bracken creeping up, which uh, nasty stuff. You can probably, yeah, you can hear some crunching under my feet. And it's on the, what is normally like a little path that we walk along, but it's, uh, it's just invading. I think possibly deer and just the old dog walk and make this path. It's not like an official path. There is a public footpath across this field, just nobody really knows where it is. You know where it starts and finishes, but <laughs> it's not actually used for anything. Okay, we just dropped down into a shady a bit in between some trees and things, hopefully. Less wind in there, and a bit cooler for Lottie. So I'll sign off and say thank you very much for listening. Huge thank you to everyone who has uh, rated and reviewed the books and bought the books, or told their friends about them, or requested them at a local library, which uh, some people have done with both e-books, um, paperbacks, and the audio books that are out can all be done uh, at libraries, can be borrowed at libraries. Uh, I think that's very important, that's great. So, special, massive thank you to people who sent me a mug of tea via the coffee.com site. There's a button on my website if you wanted to know more about that. And then uh, recent supporters, I usually put in the newsletter list, just list the first names of people who've uh, been kind and supported me. You can also uh, send, a, send a cup of tea every month if you wish to do it that way. Um, so that you don't forget, but uh, that's totally up to you and it's always appreciated either way, whatever uh, amount you can, uh, you can spare. It's um, very kind of people and very encouraging and it does all help just to defray some of the costs of producing books, uh, paying for things like websites and newsletters, systems and so on. So that's all great. And uh, yeah, really big thank you just for reading the books as well. And, and I'm really glad that people are enjoying them. Surely it can't be too long before this book is out. Um, I will endeavour to get it out as soon as possible. So I'll record another chat soon and uh, hopefully next week. Thank you very much uh, for coming along with me, with me and Lottie today. And uh, I'll say goodbye, take care and happy reading. Bye.